Episode 47, Identifying Symptoms of Depression Beyond Suicide Notes and Pill Bottles. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilson. Are we there yet? <laughs> good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, good afternoon, good night, wherever the fuck on the planet you are. Uh, boy, what a feedback on the Rona episode, the Rona vaccine episode from yesterday. Uh, it was very, very interesting discussions going on with mainly friends. One of them actually called me up and said, you're fucking insane. Uh, and to a degree, he was right, unfortunately. Uh, but still, I am very reserved about this vaccine technology. He tried to outline to me that my concerns were in large parts unjustified. <laughs> I didn't buy it. Um, still, uh, you know, take my opinion for what it's worth. Uh, after all, all I am is a clever cookie who's very good at combining things. And nonetheless, I will be able to travel uh, because if I travel, it's on business and the business I do is usually so, uh, I don't want to say important, but impactful that people will find ways to get me onto other into other parts of the world where I am required. That being said, yesterday in the closing notes, I promised you a happier episode, I think, um, if I recall correctly. And uh, so what is better to talk about in a happy sense than depression, especially with the cases of depression uh, you know, really skyrocketing since this whole lockdown slash quarantine thing started because people aren't used to being alone. Now, I've been a loner for most part of my life uh, until like a few years ago when I met my better half, and it took a lot of adjusting, let me tell you. Uh, it was very interesting to all of a sudden, you know, having to take someone's consideration or someone's uh, opinion into consideration when you're making decisions on what would normally be your best judgment. And now you've got another judgment coming into the equation and you're just not used to it, you know, because for the past, what, 35 years, uh, you've been on your own mainly. And uh, yeah, so all of a sudden there's somebody else and they want in. And that's, you know, <laughs> very difficult to adjust to, you know, and to adapt to. Uh, but I made it quite successfully so. I'm still an autistic retard in certain uh, certain aspects. But um, nonetheless, I think mainly I'm doing good. So uh, that being said, why, why in the God's name, whatever, are we talking about depression today? And as I mentioned earlier, cases are up. Suicides are uh, up, supposedly, also, um, and that's something very concerning. 
Uh, now, depression isn't, as the title implies, only uh, suicide notes and pill bottles. That's like the, the, the ultimate end goal of a depression, really. Uh, but there are a lot of symptoms that you can realize uh, before, uh, you know, with, uh, with, with, um, with friends, for instance, or family members. And uh, you can also notice uh, certain symptoms of fatigue, for instance, on yourself. And uh, what leads to depression, though? Well, in the lockdown and quarantine scenario, you've got a significant cut in social relations, which for a lot of people is insanely important. Um, and so in that sense, I think it's, uh, you know, it's nothing to be underrated. You can always say, well, yeah, I can, I can call up my buddies and we can have, you know, our drink-a-thon on Zoom or whatever the fuck you do. Uh, but it's just not the same. You know, you're missing the physical interaction, uh, which I explained in an episode uh, about hugs, which was very important. I gave everybody special permission to hug someone. <laughs> so um, that's, uh, uh, that's um, yeah, very interesting. And as I mentioned, uh, you know, a lot of the symptoms uh, of depressions uh, usually, uh, you know, going, uh, happening before, uh, you find somebody uh, strung up on a string, uh, in your kitchen or wherever, um, remain unnoticed. So, uh, depression starts at a much earlier stage and, uh, I've put together a few indicators that someone may be suffering from depression or maybe even yourself. Now, again, take all I'm saying here, uh, for nothing more than indicators, right? Uh, it's not that, you know, you're hearing yourself in two or three of the examples I'm going to mention, and you're going to be depressed. No, uh, that's not the case. However, you know, if you run across a friend, a close friend, a family member or whatever that, you know, shows some of these symptoms, take good care of them right? Take them by the hand and lead them out of their dark hole and uh, get them towards uh, <laughs> not the light. That would be, that would be a very poor cho choice of words here. Uh, but, um, you know, take them by the hand and, you know, maybe look for uh, therapeutic um, uh, specialists that are out there uh, for depression. Um, there are uh, psychiatrists, etc., out there who are, are very, very much specialized on the topic because depression is something that is spread more than you would think, contrary to the life situation that, you know, pretty much 95% of all of us in the Western world uh, are exposed to. We're leading pretty good fucking lives in comparison to other shitholes that have been too. But that being said, um, one of the most obvious ones, and this is where I would already fall, is spending all day in bed. Which um, for me is, I used to play a game. It was called, Can I Do It Without Getting Up Out of Bed? And um, I failed 
<laughs> at the latest at trying to take a piss. But um, there's a lot of stuff you can actually do. You know, if you go into procrastination mode, which I would do between projects, uh, I would always try to have all that I could possibly need uh, as close to the bed or in the bed so that I wouldn't have to get up. This wasn't a sign of depression. It was it was mere procrastination uh, because I just needed these times between projects uh, to kind of kick back and recharge my batteries for the next run. Usually these phases would last a month or two uh, until the next project was lined up. And that was about as long as I could uh, deflect people from trying to hire me again <laughs> with stupid arguments and uh, insanely outrageous quotes that I would send to them. Uh, but uh, eventually somebody would bite. And so in that sense, uh, it was, you know, uh, they foiled my plan to spend the rest of my life in bed. Um, that failed. Now, um, this means, however, spending all day in bed is not like me with having all your shit there. And, uh, you know, being active or productive in a sense. This is laying in bed, um, trying to hide from the rest of the world uh, with a blanket over your head and um, just not being available, not being approachable, not being visitable. Uh, it was <laughs> it's a funny moment. I would, you know, leave the key in the door so that people could just come in and kind of sit on the couch close to my bed and I would interact with them <laughs> when friends came by. But no, that's not, that's not the case here. You know, they'll be, um, they'll be very withdrawn, uh, not very sociable. Uh, and, um, so that's something, one of the things you should definitely look out for if you're, you know, running across someone that just spends all fucking day in bed, uh, is not available to, uh, um, to talk, uh, you know, is only talking uh, negative black shit. Uh, and has no positive outlook. That's a, it's a good indicator, right? Now, number two is the infamous fake smile. Uh, and a lot of people in this fucking superficial world have mastered uh, the fake smile. And I find it disgusting. You know, it's like you smile, you, you get smiled at and with the long arm, uh, there's a knife stabbed into your back. Uh, but what I mean here is also quite different uh, in that you can see the contextual outlines that their, uh, that their face will eventually um, turn bitter, right? Uh, imagine um, the imagine a, a, a tractor's tire right where all the lines go down the same applies for negative people uh over a very long period of time their mouth uh will start to take shape of a of an upward pointing arrow um, their nose will do the same their eyes so you're basically looking at the tread of a tractor tire uh, and that's um uh, very difficult to maintain a smile there because Eventually, if your face, if those parties of your face hang down, uh, you're going to have a very hard time keeping your, uh, uh, keeping your, your smile upward for a very long time because it just hurts your face, your muscles, because you're not used to it, because you're not authentically smiling and you're not running around the house all day with a smile on your face like I am and a lot of other people are, right? So that's, um, 
a very good thing to look at people, uh, you know, to look at the, the, the authenticity of a person's smile. And if they, uh, you know, have a, have a difficult time keeping up the smile, um, and immediately go back into this, uh, uh tractor tire tread, uh, because, you know, they can't uphold the muscles for so long. That's another very good indicator to look out for. Now, um, one of the uh, other symptoms or the next symptom we're going to be looking at is overeating or not eating at all, is what it was described at. And I would not necessarily put too much... Uh, um, too much emphasis on this because people's diets just change, you know? So, um, if you're, you know, overeating, yeah, that's <laughs> a good indicator. Uh, but I, I'm, I've become, you know, so, so good of a cook, at least that's what other people say that, you know, usually I devour most of the shit that I cook myself. Uh, and, and, and I'm very, um, uh, I don't know, enjoyant if that's a word about it. Uh, I really, really, really like the food that I cook. Now, normally it's healthy. Uh, at this hour, normally <laughs> it can be unhealthy. Uh, but um, yeah, normally when I cook at night, uh, you know, we're, we're, I regularly overeat, you know, and that's not an indicator for depression. Actually, the contrary is the case. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm uh, really enjoying the food with, uh, with all my senses. And am learning in the process on, you know, what spices to add later on and other variations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, watch out if people's diets radically change. That's going to be a good, uh, good indicator that something is going on. However, you know, look for other symptoms that, uh, that go along with it. Uh, another interesting symptom is skipping work to sleep. Now, uh, with, um, with, with that, I would normally categorize that into the burnout section, the burnout syndrome section. Uh, but you know, you think of yourself negatively in a depression, a depressive episode. Uh, so therefore you don't want to see other people to see you the way you are because you think that you're down and you start going into this downward spiral where you think that you are a burden to other people, therefore to your colleagues and coworkers and yada, yada, yada. Um, and it's very difficult to uplift people out of that. And that's, you know, insanely, insanely difficult, uh, to do that. And so, um, work being, you know, like the one sociable place that you have to go skipping it is very very natural so if people get sick quite a lot um you know this is especially true for your co-workers or whatever keep an eye out for them right it's very important to you know look into the right direction to offer them help to offer them assistance on the occasions that they're going to be there obviously because you don't want to visit them at home because they're going to be spending all day in bed right this kind of coincides um, and, uh, that's, you know, another very interesting indicator, I think, you know, where you can determine if somebody is really sick, uh, or is just kind of skipping work. Um, it's another very good thing to look at. Let's get to what kind of goes along with that, which is, um, poor body hygiene. 
is that a poor body hygiene? I think so. Yeah, poor hygiene, P pure, poor personal hygiene. I think that's the word I'm looking for. So um, if you run across people, you know, that, uh, like I said in the first example, you know, spending all day in bed, you start to give off odors that are in all or mostly not so pleasant. And now for me with a challenge, I never found a way to shower <laughs> inside, inside the bed without getting it wet. So it was, I lost the game there. Uh, I had to get out of the, uh, had to get out of bed, take a shower. And normally that would, you know, drive my, uh, uh, or get my drive up to a degree where I would say, oh, well, fuck it. Okay. I lost the game. So I might as well skip the next round. Uh, and then did a lot of shit like, you know, visiting friends and going out into bars to have a coffee, you know, all those, all, all those things pre-Rona that were, you know, possible and pretty cool, uh, meeting with friends, etc. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the personal hygiene is a very good indicator because in a depression, you're kind of letting yourself, uh, you're, you're letting yourself go into a direction you don't want to. You know, you kind of lost hope for yourself. And that's why uh, a lot of these symptoms have to do with uh, um, with uh, neglecting your appearance and your, um, uh, your uh, personal hygiene, for instance. And uh, you don't want to be seen by other people because you smell and because you're losing, you know, that ordeal. Uh, talking yourself down is another very uh, important indicator. Social. Isolation is the one that uh, was mentioned also uh, repeatedly uh, in that you would uh, kind of shy away from people, not take part in, uh, you know, social gatherings, um, you know, not uh, that it, it, it all, you know, if you put the pieces of the puzzle together, it's basically letting yourself slip, you know, and, and this co coincides with uh, you, uh, uh, you don't take a shower, you don't brush your teeth, you, you know, you, um, spend all day in bed. So you start to smell, uh, so you're, you know, you don't necessarily want to see people because they might notice that you, you know, neglect all of those things. Um, and that's, uh, you know, kind of putting like all the pieces of the puzzle together, you know, a lot of these symptoms kind of really add up and make it easy to spot or easier to spot them in combination rather than just looking at one of them and thinking that someone's depressed while usually they just have ulterior motives like you know i mentioned with the spending all day in bed thing um social isolation kind of coincides with you know being emotionally distant that's what uh, one of the other um aspects one of the other symptoms supposedly is and that's another you know very interesting aspect that kind of fits into the entire um in, into the entire letting yourself slip thing because you know you don't want the opinions of others because they could be negative you know and that could uh, kind of uh, throw oil in the fire make it even worse uh, send you uh, you know slipping spiraling uh, down this depression spiral even further right um, then we've got, uh, another interesting aspect I found was despite all of the social distancing, etc., uh, attempts of being, uh, the funny, the, the funny man, you know, the class clown always having a, a funny remark 
um, you know, and, and being sinister in your remarks. And uh, that's, I, ne I couldn't really agree with the, uh, with the ulterior motive behind that. Um, but it, it may coincide with the emotional distance that you want to take because being the class clown, you kind of get attention. Uh, while you're getting attention mainly, you're trying to deflect the attention by making other people look um, look silly and stupid, you know, and uh, having other people or, you know, taking out jokes on, on other people, thereby deflecting um, uh, attention away from yourself. So those were the kind of most interesting aspects that I, that I found. Um, there were others, which I couldn't really determine. Now you're probably saying, Hey, what do you need? What, what do you know about depression? And number one, no, um, you know, disclaimer as yesterday, no, I'm not a medical professional, nor am I a psych psychologist. I've had, you know, very long and thorough, uh, experience and training in basic psychology and sales training. And, uh, we had very good teachers and mentors there. And they spiked the interest upon which <laughs> for me, the obsessive behavior started of trying to get my hands on all the books and internet resources I could get. And this interest in the human mind kind of um, uh, stayed for, uh, well, actually up until now. And some, you know, constantly interested in how that works. However, I was confronted with, um, uh, with a depressive episode of a friend once and uh, she was diagnosed with that and we basically took a long, um, long time, uh, together to figure out what that was, what the triggers were, where it went south in her life and changed a lot of shit in her life to a very positive degree, all assisted by professionals, because again, I am not that. Um, but you know, I kind of validated what the professionals were saying, because, uh, if you have these Looney Tune doctors, a lot of them, uh, should be in the Looney bin themselves rather than treating people from my understanding. Um, but, uh, this guy that she'd found was, uh, was very good and actually did, uh, help a lot. So in that sense, we were able to dig her out and she's leading a very fantastic, uh, and totally new life now. And, um, has found a reason in life, has found, uh, you know, I don't know if it's great love or whatever, but, uh, she's having fun and enjoying herself. And so, uh, good on her that I was able to assist to a degree. Now, um, that being said, um, check yourself and friends for these signs and symptoms. And again, it's very important not to piss people off just because they're, you know, faking a smile because they're having a fucking bad day. No, uh, it's rather a combination of the signs and symptoms I mentioned. Um, you know, the, uh, pieces of the puzzle kind of fall together a lot. And so in that sense, uh, more likely than not, uh, you know, you're going to have, uh, you're going to have multiple, um, symptoms coming in together. Uh, and usually you will immediately notice that something is not right with a person. This doesn't necessarily go for yourself because not, um, there's very few people who are so self-reflected that they can actually notice the signs on themselves and steer themselves clear of a, of, of a, 
uh, of a depression like that. So, you know, it's very good if you have friends and if they are observant of, um, of you and if they pay attention to you, they're going to notice, uh, changes in you and, uh, what goes on. So in that sense, I think we've, we've got it right. Uh, if you have questions, comments, remarks, or whatever, as always, uh, please write an email to the very best podcast in the world at gmail.com. And we're going to cut it short. I'm going to get the fuck out of here uh, and leave you with these things to look out for, especially in uh, the Rona quarantine and lockdown times. Uh, it's very easy to uh, slip and go into this episode because of such an episode. You know, if you're wearing your jogging pants all day and, you know, just make the effort to put on a shirt and a tie because you're just going to be in video conferences and nobody can smell you there. Um, you know, it's a, it's a very, very slippery slope, uh, in the times that we currently live in. Um, good night. Uh, if you've had a successful day, if you haven't had a successful day, have a successful day and, uh, look out for depressions. They're around every corner. Um, and we will be in touch tomorrow with a topic I haven't decided upon. Peace out. See you tomorrow.